Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I don't have Ray's number anymore, so I'm not trying to communicate. <laughs> Just being honest with everybody in here. It's not that, you know, I don't wish them less than or whatever. It's just what it is. All right, so Kevin Garnett, player on the Celtics who played with Ray, has lost his phone number, Mutton Lou 93.7 WEEI. Has a CEO and co-owner, Wick Grosbeck, lost his number. He joins us here in studio. Did you delete Ray's number, KG style, out of your phone, Wick? Uh, <laughs> well, his number's number 20 as far as I'm concerned, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's deleted. What are you going to do? Opening, I mean, you go down to Miami, right? On their, yeah. their night when they get their rings, you're not right. going to call them. Everybody's then. getting a ring but Ray sure. down there. <laughs> You're gonna enjoy that night. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy that night seeing him over there in the rings. That's a tough one, right? Well, I think you know. I think uh, those of us involved with the team, we ought to be there to support our guys with some energy, you know, and let them. We'll wear our rings from '08, and we'll realize that they're getting old, and we need another one. Uh, it, it's a, an amazing thing because this Celtics team is going to get a lot of buzz here, and for the second time. You know, I think in the Celtics' tenure, you guys have made a trip the last nine days. You're over in Italy. I heard Scal joking about it on the telecast. He only window shopped. He didn't want to go in and shop. But the trip itself, it seems like a very positive thing. He doesn't have an team. NBA salary anymore. That's why. He's, He's very got a- smart. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the trip? How did it help this team prepare oh, for this year? Fantastic trip. First of all, Istanbul, I'd never been. Corinne and I went over there with the team, and um, it was an amazing city. It felt like you were in the 1300s. Um, you know, a lot of the time, and it was or, or older. I mean, some of the buildings are from the 300s and the 600s over there. So it was amazing, and I liked the way the team was reacting. Although we lost the game, uh, there were some good signs even in that game with Rondo, with Jeff Green, with Jason Terry, uh, looking good. Uh, Solinger, and then it came together in Milan with a much better performance out of the team and another great city. It was a great trip. Yeah, I've always felt like in baseball, you open up if early on, you got a 10-day road trip. That's just good for the team, right? Because yep. there's new faces, even though the core is, for the most part, still the same. There's still new faces. Everybody sort of just gets gets away from it all, and they just they hang out, right? Morning, right. noon, night, everything. That's right. And Doc has always wanted to take them away. We've gone up to Vermont. We've gone a couple of times to Newport, Rhode Island. When he was a player, uh, Pat Riley took them down to South Carolina. So we like going away with the guys. Um, we keep telling Doc, not South Carolina. We're going to try to stay in the market, you know, have some Celtics <laughs> fans around. But um, but we love going overseas with these guys, and it worked out in 07. We ended up winning in 08, obviously. Um, hope hope we have the same luck. In terms of the interaction you saw from the team, there are a lot of new guys on this team, and I'm curious, do you feel like this team has come together quickly it was, in preseason? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, it, it all comes down to basketball skills, and I think what the veterans see in these kids, uh, Sullinger, Mello's got potential, Chris Joseph, uh, Christmas, uh, Smith, they, these guys can play. And so that's that's where it starts. You don't just come together if the guys is uh, you know not going to maybe help you on the team. 
but KG ran the rookie hazing. He ran the indoctrination hmm. where each rookie had to come up and stand up and sing his favorite, you know, song. And some of them, Fab Mello picked The Girl from Ipanema, a Brazilian <laughs> classic from like the 50s. Who doesn't know that? I mean, it, well, he, he's just, <laughs> he's hysterical. I mean, he's hysterical. And Garnett was the MC of the whole thing. And uh, it was really, uh, you know, it's a bonding experience. Yeah, you got some new faces here. There's no question. But one guy is, is not exactly a new face, Jeff Green. Uh, very impressive, I think, in just those first couple of games. And you know, Celtics fans don't know what to expect from him, right? You look at it and say, well, great athlete. He can score. But the minutes will have opportunity to get kind of in the flow of this. What, do you, what have you seen from him here in this short time? Yeah, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. And I remember him from his spring with us before the injury uh, and how much we uh, wanted from him. You know, it was a big part of that trade. Uh, difficult trade to make, and uh, and having Jeff's future rights was really important to us. And I hope he can. Yeah, I'm just glad he's alive. Honestly, he and Wilcox had the aortic aneurysm surgery, and we're just glad he, they're here. We, I can't. I'm amazed that they're out on the court. They're fully cleared, and um, and I like what I see. Uh, we're talking to Wick Rouse back here in studio. I have a cool auction item to support uh, a cause that's near and dear to his heart. We want to tell you about. Obviously, Rajon Rondo is a guy we're always going to talk about here. And the game in Milan, again, it's preseason basketball, it's overseas, but I, I thought I saw as a fan, maybe I'm trying to see things that aren't there, a guy who definitely worked on that jump shot. I think it was 7-for-7 seven seven to start that game. He was hitting an open open shot after open shot. Doesn't think you saw him work on, Wick, in the offseason, again, trying to create that jumper to make himself even a harder guy to guard in this league? Yeah, I think with Rajan, I think every year he's come back more and more focused and dedicated. Uh, he managed in his second year to take us to a championship or be part of that um, but now he really wants to be a leader and be an MVP candidate, I think, and, and, and get us back. And he's talking in the press about how he thinks this is a championship team. He's trying to do his part, and he's shooting uh, as much as I've ever seen before uh, games, before and after practice. From what I've seen, he has worked on it, but I think he's worked on it every year, honestly. I, I don't disparage anything he's done. I just think he's really dialed in this year. He really wants it bad. You know, the least of his concerns should be, you know, dealing with the media. But in talking to some people that cover this team, they they do sense a different Rajon Rondo in how he's talking to them and communicating to them. That part of being a leader, part of just just maturing as a kid. He seems to be. He really is a leader of this team right now. He's kind of taken it by the horns. He organized them going out to UCLA to work out with Paul and KG, who were out there for an extra week. Um, and he said, "Well, we'll bring the team to you." And so he brought the other thirteen guys out. To LA and uh, they organized it all. They asked us for a plane and we said, we can't give you a plane. It's a salary cap violation, you know, best <laughs> of luck. And so they flew out uh, commercial on their own and, and busted their butts to get out there. And Rondo organized the whole thing. Don't they realize you pay them pretty good? I listen. <laughs> <laughs> now they want the plane? Come on. You know, it's okay. We had a nice plane going over to, to Europe though and back, although we had fuel stops in Iceland at midnight. I'll tell you, it was uh, a little hairy. They're like, well, Iceland's fogged in, but we don't really have a choice. We're going to land there anyway. It's a little, you know, we made it. We made you, it. You know, one of the exciting things, I think, when you, you think of the Celtics, you think of the core, right? And it's going to be KG, Paul, and Rondo. But we were talking about off the air before you came in. I was asking you about the depth of this team. And I look at this second unit, you know, if Bradley comes back thinking it's, it's, it's just as good as a lot of other teams. Yep. Depth, when you come out of that short season and now you're getting into a rec- full schedule here, how important is that? You got think, Jeff Green in particular for, like, say, Paul Pierce. Yeah, you know, and we can put Jeff and Paul on the court. Paul can play two and Jeff can play three and mm-hmm. really go big. Um, but Courtney Lee and Jason Terry, look they look good. They look like they're meshing in. They look like that's happening. Uh, Sullinger is stepping up while Wilcox is out. Listen, I... I like these guys, but I like them. If you don't like your team in September or October, you're not going to like them ever. I mean, this is the honeymoon period of a team. You put the roster together in July, 
and they haven't played a meaningful game yet. But I, I everybody, everybody, including the team, likes this team. The guys believe this can be a special team, and that's uh, that's where it starts, as you know, Lou. Uh, you're a basketball junkie, so you obviously have followed a lot of the Eastern Conference this year. Wick, I'm curious, who are the teams? Now, the Bulls are being considered a team that are your competition. Miami, obviously. What do you think about this conference this year that you're in, some of the competition you'll face for a playoff spot in the East? Well, this division, uh, everybody got better, it uh, looks like, in the division. or you know, You've got to look at the Knicks. You've got to look at the Nets uh, with their signings and Joe Johnson and everybody, and you've got uh, Bynum now is in Philly. So the Atlantic, we've won it five years in a row just in case anybody had forgotten, we've won five Atlantic divisions in a row, but six isn't going to be uh, uh, a cupcake. We got to go get it. Well, I look at the Knicks right now. I think half of them are collecting pension right now. They got the <laughs> oldest team in NBA history, I think. Well, <laughs> well they sh- signed Rashid, so you know we're going to send him Scott Pollard too, see we, if he can help. Young to old here, Jared Sullinger is a guy. You know, a lot of people looked at him when they drafted him. You guys drafted him, said, "Oh, he's risk, undersized. Where does he fit in?" Doc doesn't necessarily throw rookies out there, but you mentioned it. He has been. Pretty impressive for an undersized guy. Some of the things that he can do. Yeah, he's got a lot of skill. He's got footwork. He goes and gets the ball. Obviously, rebounding has been a uh, fault of ours. We have not been a good rebounding team. Part of that is our scheme. We want to get out uh, and defend on the break. We don't want easy baskets against us. So we we go and leave and defend as opposed to as opposed to uh, rebounding offensively. But uh, Sollinger has a nose for the ball. I like the kid. It's it's early, but we have high hopes. He mentioned young to old. You have a bunch of rookies on this team. And as as part of, of rookies in any sport, we talked off the air about a documentary on ESPN uh, broke last week that that showed you athletes, Wick, that uh, had come in, had been successes, and then had flamed out and were bankrupt or had lost money, had bought into tomato farms, had bought into uh, you know plastic-covering furniture to save it during a flood. Do the Celtics, do the NBA, do they look at that? Is that something they try to do to educate their rookies? Right, we have a rookie transition program. You can't be in the league uh, if you don't attend this four or five day camp up in, uh, I think it's New York State. They do that in September. So they leave our facility in September. They go and, the, and David Stern and everybody puts them through A to Z of finances and personal uh, advice on personal life and personal skills and saying no to your friends and you know what's important to you and, and taking care of people. I think a lot of uh, the financial issues down to generosity. People are sharing money. Antoine Walker is an example. Sure. He, he probably had some other decisions and things he, he didn't do right, guaranteeing apartment buildings, I understand, and things like that. But you, you t- ask anybody about Antoine, he was sort of paying the bills for 30 people who needed it. Mm. So that's generosity. He's not a bad guy, but he ran out of money. And so how do you, how do you balance that? Um, we try hard with our players to uh, give them uh, the access they want to, to great people who can advise them. I wouldn't ask for specifics. Have you ever talked to a player? Has a, has a player ever come to the team for advice and say, look, financially or investment-wise, here's what I'm thinking about, here's a position I'm in. Have you had to give a guy advice along the way? I talked to somebody at dinner in Istanbul, a uh, young guy, and I said, did you see the documentary? Did you see how Antoine signed personally for the loan for the apartment buildings? Actually, that wasn't in the documentary. It turns out I hadn't seen it yet, but uh, and the guy said, right, so if I invest in a restaurant, I don't need to sign personally. I said, well, let me start. I'm not sure you should invest in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> restaurants always work. What do you, no what sports you, bars, I've no restaurants. Sports bars always work. I've invested in six of them uh, just to be nice, and, and uh, I think one of them made some money. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got at a great event coming up, and you are the chairman of the Mass Ioneer Board. And as part of that, I, I guess I want to say this right, it's the sensation 
coming up as a gala? Yeah, that we treat all the of? senses. You know, it's hearing and vision and uh, smelling and touching and tasting. I mean, we sort of do uh, all of that. We, we we help kids with facial paralysis. We developed a new surgery for that. I mean, so it's not just eye and ear. Uh, but anyway, we're really proud of what happens over at Mass Eye and Ear. Thanks. Uh, there is a gala coming up, the Sensation Gala. It's going to be Tuesday, October 16th, the Boston Convention Center and Exhibition Center. Uh, tickets are available. Joey McIntyre, New Kids on the oh, Block, is going to be bar- awesome. as part of that. Well, and his son is is profoundly deaf, and, and Joey and his wife care deeply about this event and have really been amazing. Joey's uh, cool, but Bianca De La Garza is emceeing, right? Yeah, well, just have to mention Bianca. She's going to bring a little star power to the thing, yep. Wicked people can still people uh, still get tickets. You can get tickets at massioneer.org slash gala. We'd appreciate it if you'd come. It's going to be, we've got Sweet Honey on the Rock singing, which is a great uh, acapella gospel group, just adding just an incredible layer onto the whole thing, and it's going to be a great night. Thanks. It's at the Massioneer website, and as part of that, we've got an auction item today with Wick here in studio helping us out uh, for the Massioneer Curing Kids Fund. Uh, it is four tickets, four loge tickets between the baskets for opening night, that's going to be November second. I think it's Milwaukee. It's, yes, Mil- so it's the feared, the fearsome Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> opening night is going to be great, and it's these are we call these center six. This, these are the seats. These are where Red used to essentially where Red used to sit. I mean that you know right mm-hmm. in the, in the center six there. So those are the that's uh, these are great seats. Uh, these are four Loge tickets for that game opening night against a powerful Bucks team, as Wick points out, uh, and includes a parking pass in the players' lot. Right, uh, so, so drive right your there. Hummer, get your Bentley, and what uh, if someone roll on just over. has just an absolute crap box? Does he have to park it next to one of you I, know, Paul I, Pierce's? I, I or drive KG's? my O2 F150 pickup half the time, and uh, that's not a crap box, Wick. I'm, you know, I'm oh, talking no, no, not okay. like my '99 nice Civic, truck. Wick. I got a '99 Civic got, in the parking lot. If you've outside. got ten thousand bucks, you can have it. Lou. <laughs> that's a nice truck. Not only get the tickets and the parking pass, but how about this? A team autograph ball. Yep. From this year's team, which is a great item. We're going to start the bidding at five hundred. All the benefit, Mass Eye and Ear, Curing Kids Fund, and the bid number only is 617-931-1850. Again, the bid number, 617-931-1850 for the tickets, the parking pass, and the autograph ball. Bidding starts at $500. It's a great item, and uh, thanks yeah. for coming on. Talk well, some basketball with appreciate us. Appreciate it. I mean, I think these tickets will go for probably three or 400 that night, and I think wow. that team ball is probably a you know, $1,000 ball. So I'd like to, uh, uh, we'd like to give a nice donation to Mass Eye We appreciate your, your guys' help, and EEI, just generally, you guys are the most charitable station around. We really appreciate everything you do. Will it be a handshake to Ray on opening night down in Miami? Absolutely. A fist bump, a hug? He might have lost my number. He might not, probably doesn't recognize me, so it's fine. But, <laughs> the, you know, Ray is a champion here. Always will be, and uh, you know, good luck to him down there for half the money going to our arch rival. Uh, doesn't <laughs> doesn't tick me off at all. No, obviously it doesn't bother you one bit. <laughs> Wick joining us in studio. Wick, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks you guys. Thank you. Uh, we'll get a ninety second break. Come back and talk to you. It's Mutt and Lou, ninety three seven. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.